Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel for your free consultation for a limited time only. I want you to watch this clip of Danica Marie and Six the Goddess expounding on the scene, the, the quick scene from um, Love and Hip Hop with Little Scrappy and his mom. And um, it's all relevant. It's a little over eight minutes. You can do it. You can sit through it. It's okay. Um, and then once once that's done, I'm going to go in on, on my perspective and my analysis. This is, this, is, this is good food here. This is good food. Come eat. You know why I'm like, I am with her? Because of what you saw me go through. I don't know. No. I saw your lifestyle. I grew up in a whorehouse. I grew yeah. up in a trap house. Yeah. So all I knew was that. You know what I'm saying? And I love you because you held it down and like you did what you had to do. But imagine you 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 never My had to, point of view. you I never had to that. sleep with your mama 24 seven because you couldn't go in your room. Yeah. You never had to walk in on my yeah. dope. Yeah. You never had to walk in on my. Is, is, you know what I'm saying? The way I was raised, I had to deal with that because everything that happened, I had to deal with that. And I'm still dealing with it because ain't nobody coming to take me to give me no help. Ain't nobody got me no help. I got, I learned about that when I got older. Okay. So do you know, real good. Like, this what I, it's in my head, in my head, my whole life, in my head. I go through. I, don't, I can't even go to her. She hard. I can't go to you. You hard. So I'm on the concrete. Mm. This is triggering for me. Mm. Um, this hits home for me personally. Mm. Um, and I don't talk much about like my mother or my parents, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people notice that. Um, but my mother, in particular, very, very, very reminiscent of what we just watched, if not a little mm. bit worse. Um, and I, I try to say things with respect because, you know, I, I never wanted to hurt anybody. I never want to hurt anybody. And that's something I had to, I had to deal with all my childhood, like sugarcoat my real feelings, because if you don't, it's going to get downplayed. Um, it, you know, it's always going to go back to what I've been through and, you know, but what about me and I'm hurting and I'm going through this and, you know, but y'all, your experience wasn't worse than mine. You know what I mean? Um, so this is very triggering for me because my mother is the same way. Mm. Um, last year, I decided to cut my mother off. Mm. Um, I haven't had a relationship with my mother in over a year because of things like this. Mm. Um, and again, not to diminish her experience or things that she's been through, but she put me through a fucking lot. Mm. And 
it always will result back to, well, I've been through this and what about me? What about me? You know, and so this is triggering. And, you know, a lot of times the child never gets to uh, acknowledge their experience or their perspective and what the parent did to them or what the parent neglected to do for them. You know what I mean? It's always, well, you, you don't know, you don't understand. And to me, it's so unfair. It's so unfair because due to my mother being that way, I felt like I had to mother myself mm. and I had to babysit her feelings a lot. And in the, in the midst of me having to babysit her feelings, I had to neglect my own. Mm. And it caused me to like bottle up so much and just act like it's not bothering me because I would always hear in the back of my mind, like, well, it's not, it's not worse than mine. So it's like, well, maybe mm. mine doesn't matter that much. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm overreacting or maybe I'm tripping. And, you know, you would try to have these conversations like, like scrappy. Like you try to have those conversations, those uncomfortable conversations. Like, look, this is bothering me. I'm hurting. I'm in pain. This is what, this is what I'm going through. I understand what you went through. I understand that, you know, your upbringing wasn't the greatest or, you know, whatever. But this is my experience. When is it my turn to tell what I'm going through, how I feel? And every time it was like, oh, I feel attacked and I feel ganged up on it. You know, it's just like, damn, like it's just like really no talking it through. And that's when I finally got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is toxic. It's not going to go anywhere because it's no talking. It's no understanding. It's all about me being the victim. It's all about me going through the most. It's all about, you know, just people having to babysit me and my feelings. Fuck my kids. Fuck what everybody else is talking about. What about me? You know? And it was always this victim Olympics. And I see a lot of that within that dynamic between Scrappy and his mother. You know, he can't even express himself without her being like, well, nigga, get over it. What about what I went through? And, oh, what about me? And it, it, it's no sympathy. There's no empathy. There's no trying to gain the understanding. And I feel like parents owe that to us because we didn't fucking ask to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're my parent. You look out for me. You, you help me. You know, if I'm going through something, you help me through that. And it's always been the other way around with my mother. Like, well, I've been through this, so you need to take care of me and you need to understand me and you need to neglect your feelings for me. And and it's just so unhealthy. It's unhealthy. And it got to a point to where when I would go around my mother, like she was just so toxic, I would literally get anxiety, Mm. you know, like, like I would be physically, like it was, it was Mm. something, it was a physical thing. So I was like, damn, this lady is toxic. And I can't even try to build a relationship. I can't even try to talk to her, you know? And it's it's, it's disheartening because every every child wants a connection with their, their, their mother. Every child mm-hmm. wants to have that motherly connection. But if it's not there, it's just not there. And one of the hardest pills that you have to swallow is, it's never gonna be there. Mm. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be at peace with that and learn how to dig deep within yourself to find what you're looking for within you, you know? So it was a lot of, you know, me wanting my mother and saying like, Danica, you don't got that, okay? You don't have that relationship. 
So what can you do for yourself to fill that void? You know? And so I know it's I know it's a lot of us within the black community that have to go through that with our parents because like you said, um, in the beginning, like, you know, when we came from a generation to where, you know, it was uh stay in a child's place and who you talking to, like any any ounce of you trying to express yourself is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's neglectful. It's rude. You know, you're trying to be grown and all of this is like, no, I'm just simply trying to express my emotions because this shit hurts and you can get sick from having to constantly, bat- you know, battle and bottle that stuff up. So I, I, this is very triggering for me. I see a lot of me in Scrappy and I see a lot of my mother and his mother. You know, and again, I I try to be respectful and, and keep things, you know, real surface level. I don't want to go into the, the nitty gritty of it, but my mother has a lot of issues. And so I do have to be mindful of that as well. You know, you got addictions and stuff of that sort, you know, that's all mixed in too. So it makes it a, a lot harder. Um, but, you know, you get to a point and hopefully scrappy is still hope for him but you get to a point where you do you do have to just bow out gracefully like i just won't have a mother you know mm-hmm. and it is what it is because at the end of the day you need your peace your peace is more important than anything and if you're going to be around people who are going to gaslight you and act like you know they didn't do anything and really downplay what they put you through you gotta just wash your hands with it. That's that's why I say like it, it's no boundaries to your peace. Like family can get cut off, friends, it doesn't matter. Jobs gotta go. If it does not, if it is not conducive to your overall peace and your health, it gotta go. And I hate that yeah. Kathy, because I see a lot of I see a lot of me and him. So the uh oh where do i begin where do i begin i saw this weeks ago as i'm recording this and i was just like i get it i get it you know what i'm saying like uh um when scrappy was breaking down his his background and the the kind of household what what was supposedly a household that he was brought up in you know what i'm saying and um you know some, some people just don't deserve kids you know what I'm saying? They just don't. Or they, they live lifestyles that aren't conducive for raising children. They just happen to be fertile. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, <clears throat> but yeah, and, and you know, it's in our natural natural inclination to want to bear children as, as a part of this thing called life. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is how God wired us. You know, so regardless of what kind of lifestyle you're living... Um, if you want any kind of semblance of normalcy, you want to create a home and then bear a child, right? But people in there, not everybody has that kind of uh, guidance and, and uh, um, foresight to say, you know what, this might not be the best thing for my life at this moment. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's brought up with those kind of tools. We're simply products of our environment. Um, Scrappy's mom is a product of her environment. And Scrappy is a product of his environment. You know, he said it himself. He's still dealing with those things that he had to see as a child. You know what I mean? You look at people differently when you see them do certain things. You know, um, 
and there's you you hold nothing sacred anymore you um your world is not there are no more rose-colored lenses you know and that affects your life decisions um you know in the clips i mean i i stopped following uh love and hip-hop since the 2010s so i'm completely lost but i can remember scrappy being with several different women you know what i'm saying and i know it's all for the show this this reality tv ain't real no more you know what i'm saying i get it but um but yeah you know uh it was you know it was it was cool you know it was cool for the show to him for him to be dating all these women but now he's claiming he's claiming this woman as his wife i don't know how long she's been in the picture <laughs> but you know and that's neither here nor there you know what i'm saying but what i'm what i'm getting at is um you can't hold it past him to want to look for a mom in the women that he dates you know what i'm saying you can't really hold it past him um but i don't want to talk about little scrappy i want to talk about little scrappy's mom or in other words <clears throat> i want to talk about the people that come from the generation that little scrappy's mom's generation comes from you know what i mean um i want to i want i want to analyze them a, a, a little bit deeper and if you've been following me on this on this show i I've, I've constantly analyzed this generation because i do feel like this generation as is very much the achilles heel of society and i'm a, and i'm going to get into why i'm going to get into why um the you know the baby boomer generation where i th i think of maybe i want to say 55 and up you know what i'm saying like 55 that's like borderline you know what i mean but but basically 55 and up that generation um they grew up in a time where mental health was not even classified you know um you know disabled kids in schools were were uh, kept away in sheds and you only saw them during lunch and recess you know what i'm saying and, and dismissal um you know people who were classified as as mentally ill or, or or having mental health issues got sent to um an institution they were institutionalized and in in the most severe cases they were straight jacketed and padded and put in padded rooms you know what i mean this was a time where um and then it 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 kind of helps me uh think of you know like all throughout history what ha what have um disabled and or mentally mentally ill people how have they been depicted in history you know you think of the hunchback of Notre Dame you know that i think that you know that's it's folklore it's a little bit exaggerated but that was a disabled person you know what i mean um, you think of the character in the movie 300, Ephialtes, who wanted to join the 300 army. He was disabled. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, <clears throat> you know, disabled people were literally called dumb. You know, now I think I'm, I'm going a little left, but mental health was ne never really had much of a classification. Depression, words like depression probably i don't even think didn't even exist i think most people 
most people in our parents' generation didn't even know what depression was. You would think depression was, you know, uh, depressing a burger <laughs> before you cook it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is depression? You know, um, the word trauma, you know, these words were not buzzwords. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, they didn't really become mainstream. I'm pretty sure they existed, but not mainstream. <clears throat> and, um, so there was, there was really no classification for mental health at the time. So there was never really much of a respect for it. I remember having a conversation with my uncle, with my uncle, my aunt's husband. And, um, he was like, how can someone tell me what's going on in my brain? It's my brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like th this was his, uh, anecdote for avoiding, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, a, a psychologist, a, a psychiatrist, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are they to tell me what's going on in my brain? I mean, you let a doctor <clears throat> tell you what's going on in your body, right? So it's the same, it's the same, same. Um, yeah, so they've, they've, ne they've never been brought up with a, with a respect for mental health. Um, their idea of respect for one another is was very congenial in surface. You know, I remember my parents always talking about having manners. You know what I mean? And it paid off. Yo, Pierre, hey, come if you see something, track. share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I get a lot of compliments on being a gentleman and, and um, or, or, having um or being uh what's the word how how did it miss me um what's the word when you when you uh i forget the word yeah but i i get a lot of compliments on having manners um oh man i can't believe well, how ah oh, man i got to look it up i got to look it up where's my where's my googles where's my googles um No, 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 no. Uh, where is it? Thesaurus. Oh, no, 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 no. What's another word for having manners? <clears throat> Let's go to the thesaurus. Manners. Man, what's that word? It's not dignity. Formality. Charm. Charm. That's it. Yes. I've been, I've received compliments in the past for being charming. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, there, the, that generation's understanding of respect is very surface level and congenial. You know what I mean? Just having a general respect for one another. But respecting emotions is a bit deeper. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say congenial respect the surface because respecting emotions is a little more cerebral. You know what I mean? It, re it requires some introspection. This person is telling me that they feel a certain way and now I'm forced to put myself in their shoes. Okay, you feel that way, but why do you feel that way? And if I can't comprehend why you feel the way that you feel based on um, certain based on a certain circumstance or chain of actions, 
if I can't understand it, if it's if it's beyond me, my um, if I can't understand it, or more importantly, if I, if I can't respect it, then I'm going to dismiss it, or I'm going to disrespect it, or I'm going to gaslight it. Let me let me continue. Let me continue. Um. So. So when it comes to parenting, when it comes to the concept of parenting, so now if this is if this is their idea of respecting one another or respecting one another's emotions, <clears throat> how do you think that trickles down onto their children, onto uh, rearing their children and and uh, raising their children to be emotionally intelligent? Where where is the emotional intelligence if? I can't risk if you are you are a child you you are a child so and and then when you say that just that that is a package in and of itself you are a child what does that mean okay you live off of me I take care of you <clears throat> and and so therefore you owe me everything right and so yeah but Actually, that's a, that's a bit backwards. It, on the surface, uh, once again, surface on the surface, it may that may make sense, but it's actually backwards. Let me continue. Um, and so, when it comes to child rearing, you know, the parent postures themselves as the prize. You know what I mean? And so, the child must neglect their own emotions in order to respect their parents' emotions. Because what the parent says goes. You know what I mean? And so in that, there's no acknowledgement of the child as, you know, uh, um, the child becoming a, a future adult. And them, them being parents, them becoming parents themselves. And, you know, just carrying on the cycle of life. <clears throat> that generation, the baby boomer generation... Or was taught to suppress their emotions. You know, they were there, the emotions were there, but they were suppressed. Their parents dumbed it down. Their parents told them, it diminished it and gaslit it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the human mind is the human mind. Um, it hasn't evolved in the past thousands of years you know what i'm saying so you know what people felt back then is what they feel now you know what i mean it just is what it is um but they were taught to look at life like a job you know what i mean when you go to work you you know what, what do they say you don't go to work to make friends right um you're here to make money right um they look at life that way you know and and you know that you know in the times that they were living in that might have been conducive you know that might have been conducive for you know for whatever times that they were living in but how conducive is it to the individual to the person themselves where you have all the like in my opinion in just my humble 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 opinion in my humble non-medical non uh, uh, unqualified opinion the all these all these elderly baby boomers popping up with dementia and alzheimer's if you ask me from a holistic perspective where does that come from i think that to me that comes from a lot of the, uh, suppression a lot of mental suppression 
<clears throat> a lot of emotional um, suppression and repression. You know what I mean? If you ask me, that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, they, they were taught to look at life like a job. You know, get over it, get back to work. You know, um, so so this all of this suppression leads to a type of callousness. You know what I mean? Um, hence the lack of respect. You know, if 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 like if I if I can't respect it, then I'm gonna dismiss it. And if I'm if I'm gonna dismiss it, you know, then I can't even feel it. It's it's like. I'm numb to it at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I've been dismissing it for so long. Now I'm desensitized. I'm numb. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you crying to me? Like, get out of my face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> um, and so, and so they've been taught that your feelings don't matter. So, uh, so uh, co- consequently or subsequently, if your feelings don't matter, you don't matter. That's the subliminal logic. And so the, they, the, the, then comes the, uh, um, the who do you think you are trope. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, you know, they look at you in a sense of disgust. Like, oh, you're trying to be a princess. You have this princess mentality. Like the world is supposed to bow at your feet. But when you think about it, when you look at <clears throat> um, in terms of royalty, right? Um, when we when we look at how royalty in, in, in most cultures around the world, when people people have, or most monarchies around the world, um, the the royals were the only ones who were pretty much embraced. Their humanity was embraced. It was the common folk and the peasants who were kind of uh, um, looked down upon. You know what I'm saying? When they voiced their opinion, it's like, who are you? Who do you think you are? Right. And so, yes, you, you shouldn't. So, so it was, it was discouraged to have any kind of real introspection and real, uh, discussion. That's, that's another weakness of that generation. And I, and listen, I got a lot of things I could give them credit for, but this is not what we talking about. All right. Um, you know, ha- having a conversation, you know, because ha- having discourse and conversation um, opens the floodgates to introspection and and emotional intelligence. I think th- that's a big part of the reason why a lot of this younger generation has trouble, um, has has weak conversational skills and weak social skills. You know, what I'm saying, a, you know, a lot of it. Uh, um, a lot of I think I don't even blame technology. I blame a lot of, you know, um, you know the, the the trickle down effect. You know, you have a, a baby boomer generation who's emotionally callous. Then you have a generation X who had to survive the crack era. You know, I, you know what I'm saying I'm blaming that <laughs> we had to survive the crack era. So we had a lot of single parent homes. So a single parent homes, a child feels neglected. So if a child is neglected, they're going to lack social skills. And so now you have a generation, uh, a millennial and so on and so forth generation that can't hold a conversation. You had a generation. So it started out to me, it started out with a generation who didn't want to have a conversation. Now you have a generation who, as I'm recording this, who can't have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? You see how you see how this, the snowballs, um, snowballs, 
But um, <clears throat> and so so now if I can't, so now let, let me get to my next point. If if I'm completely dismissive of what you feel, let's say I'm 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 putting myself in this generation shoe in that in the baby boomer generation shoes. If I'm completely dismissive of what you feel, and I can't even and I'm so desensitized, I can't even relate to what you feel, and I'm disrespectful towards it. When you come at me, quote unquote, crying, right about your woes and your, uh, um, you know, and your ills. Now I f- like I feel attacked now. You know what I mean? Because you're wanting me to feel something that I can't feel. So what's my next response? Now I need to be defensive. Now I need to. Now I need to. Uh, 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 um, not necessarily, I'm not protecting anything, but more so I need to protect my ego and my stance over you or my ego and my stance over what you feel. I need to be defensive about it and I need to gaslight it and diminish it and relinquish it to it just not being that bad or not being that serious or, oh, you tripping. You know what I mean? Um, and so... My callousness is now justified. My callousness, my callousness is justified. And not only am I going to be defensive about it and diminish it, I'm going to counter it with struggle Olympics. And I'm going to say, oh, I went through this and oh, I went through that. I like it's crazy. I had um, I had a conversation. I had a, it, it was it was kind of like an argument, not even necessarily a debate, but it was more it was more of a conversation. I didn't feel like we would... Because I felt like we agreed with each other on a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, when I talked to, when I talked to my brother, like, I, like he tries... I, don't say, I wouldn't say he comes at me, but he tries to check me in a way. You know what I mean? Uh, um, whereas, whereas, hey, you know, you need to have this kind of reverence for your parents. And I'm just like, but what about me? I get that. Yes, I get. I need there. There has to be a level of respect, you know, for our elders and 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 our ancestors and so on and so forth. Yes, but what about me? You know what I mean? And I think that's where I lose him. And so it's it's crazy how you know this kind of attitude and mentality has been passed on. It's been passed on in a lot of ways, you know. Um, but yeah, so the callousness is justified, you know, and then it's, it's countered with struggle Olympics. You know what I mean? I went through this too. You you know what I went through? Huh? Huh? You remember, you remember when, you remember when, uh, uh, what about that time when, oh, 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 but I did this and that and that for you. And what about that time I did that for you? Right. Um, and so this is all a part of the gaslight, you know, the struggle Olympics, the victim Olympics. What happened? What about me? What happened to me? You know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and and then, you know, and you may be able to, you know, let's let's say me and you were speaking and we were from different generations, and I and and you know I was a, I was a parent to you and you were the child. I was the parent. And you were the child. You and I I claim my victimhood in a certain circumstance where where. You know, you claim your victimhood. I may have uh, um, 
claim to that. I may have the right to stake that claim, but that's not what we're, we're, we're here for. That's not what this is about. You know what I mean? You know, that, and this goes on to the old adage, hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? So, so just because you went through that kind of victimhood doesn't mean your child should go through it. You know what I'm saying? And if your child does go through it, you went through it too. So you should be able to relate to it and respect it. But once again, because that generation, they have that mentality, it don't click. You know what I mean? Um, and so I need, so, so now I'm a baby boomer. I need to defend my stance because I, I'm too callous uh, um, to even comprehend what it is that you feel, right? So I need to defend my stance and counter you and gaslight you and, and diminish and relinquish what you feel. And so, so that not only um, maintains the stance of my ego, it maintains my ego, but it also maintains my appearance. And it makes me look justified and, and right in the eyes of others and in the eyes of myself also. I need to convince me that I'm right when you tell me I'm wrong. I need to convince me. I need to... Um, I need to, to convince myself and everyone around me that my actions were right and justified, which is why I'm being defensive. You know what I mean? Um, mental health and not only just mental health, but emotional intelligence and all of these things, these, this holistic type of thinking um, is more of an Eastern concept. It's more of an Eastern concept. And <clears throat> I could easily blame slavery when, and when discussing black Americans, black people in America. I could easily blame slavery. However, however, this, this, kind, of, this kind of attitude seems to be consistent all across the diaspora. All across the diaspora. You talk to Africa, you talk to continental Africans, you could talk to Caribbean people, you know what I'm saying? You could you could even talk to um Spanish speaking black people, you know, in this in the Hispanic countries, in the Latin countries. You know what I mean? Um, this is kind of like the wavelength, you know what I'm saying, of of, of our people. You know? Um and it needs it needs to die with, with that generation. Um, like I said, thanks to technology, the consciousness is elevating. You know what I mean? The word is out. The jig is up. And and, you know, when I when I saw when I saw that that scrappy clip and then when I also saw the um, the opinion clip um, and the response clip from D, um, Danica and Six the Goddess, I said, oh, my gosh, like this is finally coming to the surface this is like that clip went around the internet. You know what I'm saying? That clip went pretty viral, you know, and it went viral for a reason. A lot of stupid things go viral, but every now and again, something that people need to see goes viral. And I was very pleased with that. I was very pleased with that. Um, <clears throat> I say I've been saying for the longest that the black culture is a very nar narcissistic culture. And I feel like, after this talk, I feel like patting myself on the back because 
That's exactly what I just explained. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc we would like to thank you for tuning into prosperity ullc and continue to invest in the brand